On today's episode, it's a special all-goalie theme. Both the vintage hockey hair player and the local legend are tendies. The pants we'll be putting on are Paul Maurice's, and we'll be talking about Laurent Brossois and Connor Hellebuck. Plus, we have a special guest in the house. Say hello. Uh, hi. <laughs> Let's roll the tape. Here's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. Oh, my heavens. What a goal. What a move. Lemieux. Oh, baby. There's a mistake. And a throw to puck by Richard How are you? It's uh, Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show, Season 2, Episode 7. Uh, we've we've made it seven deep now into this season, and uh, this is the first episode of the season. We've got a special guest. We've got... Uh, it, it's going to be a, on, an all-goalie theme on this epi, um, and we've got it with us goalie extraordinaire and uh, freestylist uh, Pat Skeen, a.k.a. Pip Skid. Um, say hello there, Pat. Uh, and oh, by the way, I'm not to cut you off before you even start. I'm co host Tom, Tom, and I've got with me, as always, co host Randy, and not as always, Pip Skid. So, hey, what's up? Let's get pucks deep. Here we go, boys. Yeah, Scooby is with us again on the show, so you're gonna definitely hear him in the background doing his thing, chewing the Kong, etc. Um, He's excited, I think. I think I, I bring out the the best in dogs, or the worst. <laughs> I, I, the best. My, uh, I My wife and I, she had a, a, a very beautiful dog named Sitka uh, long before we met, and I have untrained that dog <laughs> beyond belief. <laughs> Bad influence. But... Uh, you know, hey, dogs are man's best friend, and uh, it's pretty cool. We like dogs. Dogs are good. So let's just, uh, we've got our special local beer of the week this week. is Sucrum's Cosmos, the dry hop sour. We're going to crack those in a minute. But first, let's just give a quick little shout out to all the ways you can listen and or get a hold of us. We're on the UMFM uh, website, umfm.com. Go up in the search bar, type Talkin' Hockey, or hit, go through, uh, you know, program directory, hit the T, Talkin' Hockey, we're right there. Um, tune in on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I'm just sort of laughing here because in the background, Randy's crawling under the, the China cabinet there. I was just going to say, with the China cabinet, there's a tap dance going yeah, on. Yeah, Scoob's ball went under there, but uh, good, Randy just pulled off some heroics, so right on, bud. Uh, saving the show. Um, yeah, yeah. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Tagged under the wilderness category. Still haven't changed that. When I when I when I went to subscribe to to your podcast, 
all the suggested uh, other other dumb shows were like yeah like like hunting hunting with Bertle Bear. Oh, nice! Well, like, I'm like, sweet. Like, <laughs> crossover epi here. How too. to put a dog in a headlock? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that we got those as all of our suggestions. Well, well, now when all the hunting show people listen to their show, it gets a suggested uh, talking hockey. So, anyway, welcome hunters. Smooth, um, smooth move. Yeah, uh, so that's how you can listen to us, and then you can always drop us a line, talkinghockeypod at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Instagram, talkinghockeypodcast, and on Twitter at talkinghockeypod. So hit all those up. We'll be reminding you throughout the show, I'm sure. But uh, let's get into these here craft beers. We got Sucrum's Cosmos. It's a dry hopped sour, 4.7% on the Richter scale. Um, you know, sour beers have really swept the nation lately, I think, eh? Like, is it, is that, it's kind of a... It's, it seems to be, like, a new thing as far as what a sour is. Like, mm. you know, like, I, my beer terminology isn't, you know, yeah. up to date as oh, far yeah. as the old IPA. Oh, there you go. I don't think that'll here. tell you what a sour yeah. is, though. That's... Yeah. I don't know, but it's, you know, it's sour, but it's not mm. like sour soother sour. Okay. Well, without any further ado, let's crack them and have a sip and see what, let's see what it's like. In, uh, uh, my, my wife, uh, was, was studying, uh, doing her master's in the Netherlands. And so I went, I went over a number of times to visit her and, yeah. uh, that, that was my sort of first experience with a sour beer where, where, uh, you know they're everywhere yeah and, nice and what i what i imagine is is maybe like a you know a different sort of natural way of, of fermenting a beer right mm. yeah i don't really know so on the side of the can here it says this is tropical tart and refreshing it's a blast off to the cosmos with this dry hop sour cosmos has a burst of citrus fuzzy peach and lemon creating a sour ale layered with tropical fruit aromatics and refreshing tartness i almost read that as fartness but uh it could be <laughs> so it doesn't say how it's brewed but it says it's a it's an ale so um that's fantastic the, yeah, it's one cool. of my favorite things about the cosmos is you can have a bunch of them and right. you'll still feel pretty good it's so good yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the tartness I'm getting. I'm getting hints of tartness. The mouthfeel is pretty You know, good. this would pair well with Vera's pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, Sucrum's Brewing, of course, uh, one of our favorites on the show here. We've visited their brewery before. I think we've almost done the tour of their entire... Yeah, we've uh, had MacGuffin, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the, the Pilsner. The Pilsner um, and the Desert Island IPA. So now we've got this, the, the, the Cosmos Sour Hopped Beer. And uh, on, on Pip's Way Over, he had a well he was right by the sucrums brewery but yeah, I cut a, <laughs> took I, an interesting route here <laughs> i walked over and cut across and yeah. had to climb a fence for the first time in 25 years <laughs> so uh, and, yeah trespassing all in the name of talking hockey the hockey talking show so um have you guys yeah. eaten at sucrums uh i had uh, you had the doubles yeah yeah i and? had the doubles all the time and yeah, they're awesome. Like, that's the only thing they have. What is it? Is Doubles. It yeah, yeah. I went there for the taco day. Oh recently. yeah, they have like the pop ups every once right. in a while. They yeah. get food trucks in. Or but yeah, when I was, that was my first time there, and 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 when I was scanning the menu to see what I should drink, 
the the only thing that shot out at me was doubles because I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> obsessed with with curries and and then when I texted uh, my friend Ness who whose family is from Trinidad, I'm like I'm like did you know this place has doubles like what he's like he's like been there many times. You'll have to excuse me, but I don't even know what this is. What yeah, I guess said? one of the owners is is uh, Trinidadian. That's and, right, and yeah. uh, that's where that. Okay. Anyway, that's fantastic. Doubles is uh, uh, Trinidadian street food. Okay. Uh, two two little fried uh, sort of roti patties oh, with yeah. Uh, yeah. chickpea. Like curry, chickpea, chickpea curry. Okay, yeah. so kind of a samosa, kind of a, I don't know. But open. But, oh, no, yeah. Not actually, open. have you ever, have you had them from Bindi's at the Forks? Yeah. It's I mean, not quite the a... same. Like, Bindi's, are, they kind of have, like, the thicker yeah. shell. Okay. These ones are, like, a almost like a tortilla. Like, it's a thinner yeah. one. Very yeah. excited for yeah. this. My next good. visit to Sucrums, I will be sure to test them out. And we do have a sweet idea involving Sucrums we coming do. up for later in the season. We do. We might uh, see about hosting a bit of a round table uh, pub night type of thing there but we'll we'll see about that before i spill too many beans because uh honestly we've just only had the idea we haven't had any action on that plan yet but um anyway so like let's let's jump right into our first period here um which normally we talk a lot of jets stuff and then we kind of talk uh or talking hockey hot topics of the week where we go around the general hockey world and sort of see what's happening and so we might do some of that too, but I think what we kind of want to do right off the hop here is maybe just get into the story of Pip and see, see like, you know, what, uh, what motivates you? <laughs> you're, a goal, you're a goalie. How, how'd you end up being a goalie? Like, you know, they, they always say, uh, oh, goalies are their own breed or whatever, I guess. Right. Is it true? Is it true, Pip? Yeah, is yeah, it true? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, when I when I uh, when it when I when I scroll through Instagram, and I I have I follow all these different goalie feeds. Yeah. Because of that, I get those stu- I get all those stupid ads. Oh yeah. Whatever, whatever, where they're wherever they're coming from, and it, and then I'll get an ad where I see like two players fighting for a puck, and I'll. And my, my eyes will flash for a second, and then and then I just I just whip through it, where I'm like, oh, there's no goalie in there. Why would I even look at that, <laughs> right? And and I I, I honestly uh, I honestly have no idea what forwards do. Like in, in, in all my life of watching and playing hockey, I defense maybe a little bit, but yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, as a forward, I rarely cross. You know, the blue line in right. our own zone. No, that's well, not true. I'm a great back checker. <laughs> so for well, for you, would you say uh, was it? Did you watch hockey first, or did you play hockey first? Um, I would imagine, I would imagine I I played first. Um, I was pretty young when I started. I uh, I believe I st- I would have started in Dauphin, Manitoba, and um. Did they throw you? Did you? That's, were you in the net before you, or that, was it kind of because, like, as kids, often sort of everybody gets just a, a rotate, yeah, rotate thing. And then we moved to Brand, back to Brandon, and um, you know what? I think I think probably a bit of it had to do with with uh, things like Star Wars and and like like seeing Boba Fett or Wearing or like stormtroopers or, or things like that, and um, where. 
where I was just so into this idea and Spider-Man and these these ideas of, of being in a costume. <laughs> and so when we moved to Brandon and I joined us house, you know, like whatever house league, um, I asked my mom to just say we like I was a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was a goalie and they Fake give you that you make it. <laughs> yeah. And they give you that free equipment. Yeah. And thankfully I ended up on the on the worst team possible. And I was I was getting like 60 shots a game and we were losing 12 13 nothing all the time and 16 one and like mm. uh and a couple of years of that, and I started to learn how to stop pucks. Yeah. And and uh, I would watch. I mean, back then we, you know, uh, we didn't have cable, and so you would you would only ever see hockey on Saturday night. Once a week, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And when I would watch hockey, I had a racquetball, and I would wear my 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 trapper. And my, I wore volleyball knee pads under my pads. I put those on, and I would just throw them against the like the thing that the TV was on, and uh, the entire time. And and when I would go out on on the ice by myself, uh, I and I would skate around and shoot on the net. In my brain, I was always the guy in the net, not mm. me. And and I was never scoring. <laughs> like I'm just like this is how I would save this shot. Right. This is what I would do to save this shot. And you know, I come in on a wicked deke. Yeah. No, <laughs> what a save by the imaginary <laughs> goalie. Yeah. So when, sure. when was your first year of playing net? Like how old were you? Uh, I don't know. Like under ten. Yeah, it was pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, and like back in those days, especially like for smaller towns and such. There weren't like goalie coaches, I doubt it, eh? Like, like Well you know what? Great great question, Tom. Okay, thank you. Because uh, journalism uh, school at work there. <laughs> um no, I mean absolutely not. And even even when I moved up to a higher level, still not. And um as you know, in my my years now and I mean how much uh, you know, I listen to the read read articles and listen to podcasts with goalie coaches and try and pick things up mm. but uh i listened to one uh recently with with andy moog oh yeah who's still a goalie coach and and uh, and very current in in like um uh, was the hershey bears i believe okay and and he talks about being on the the edmonton oilers uh quite young and how him and grant fuhrer became so close because there was no goalie coach <laughs> yeah like for Imagine, eh? like, like with uh, with with you know and like at that time the, the, you know they're the best team in the world yeah and and there's no goalie coach and he said he was like twice a year uh the goalie scout who worked for different teams because it wasn't a big deal back then would come in and and poke his head in the dressing room and be like hey andy grant you want to go for a sandwich and a beer <laughs> and give then, me some pointers. And then he ta- they're like, okay, I yeah. guess so. And he's like, you're buying. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And then and then he's like, you guys okay? How's your head? And, I mean, you know, with, with him, he was able to, like, uh, he said because he was so young, he didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And and so um, that pressure never got to him. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but with... I mean, yeah. So with that, I mean, when I when I moved up into into like we're, we're, we're like crappy tier three league, um, 
there was a defensive coach, uh, the main coach, and then we would have like often because the, the, these other weird like Shiloh like mm. army dudes oh, yeah. come and like take really hard shots on us. <laughs> Yeah. But other than that, like we like often in a in a in a in a practice, which we had a lot of, we would be left for let's say practice an hour and a half. We would be left for forty five minutes of that on our own. Yeah, nothing, no one shooting on us. Right, and and I mean everybody you know, else is skating circles or doing skating drills or something, and then it's like okay, goalies just fart around. And we just talk about girls and stuff. Yeah. I mean, or whatever is going yeah. on, like our music and like. Uh, which is really, which which is really kind of a bummer. Yeah. And and then uh, yeah. So so that didn't. No goalie coaches definitely yeah. didn't exist. Did. And and also like not for NHL players apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> which is and Andy Moog. I mean that guy had quite a career. Like how many cups did he win? I'm not really sure. I'd have to look it up. But he's got a couple for yeah. sure. And. Uh, Ended up going to play on Boston after he left the Oilers, I think, and then and then uh, yeah, I think he took really that well. took them to a final. I he think. did, yeah, yeah, with, with uh, uh, Reggie Lemelin. Yeah, I think. Reggie. Yeah. Along yeah. those same lines, like how about on the ice? Like the goalie is kind of a one man show out there. Like you know, you're you're part of the team, but you're also in your own little world. You're not, you don't have someone to pass the puck to or to work together with. It's just kind of you back there and. How about like those times when the play is down on the other end? What are some things that you're doing to kind of make sure that you're you're focused and and uh, do you have any tricks as far as like staying engaged and when you're alone back there? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, for sure. There's that. There's that stuff, and uh, I think that's also another thing aside from the the cool gear is what what drew me to that position was that. Um, I've always been a bit of a loner, even before I maybe maybe even realized it, and and enjoyed being alone, and so um, it allowed me to number one, it allowed me to 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 do something so fun that I love so much while being alone, and and two, well. Uh, Getting to spend the entire game on the ice. I don't yeah, have to go. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to. I get to. No changes. I get to play the whole game. Yeah. Which, which is like my weird sort of selfish thing that I. <laughs> where like, um, I mean, until I was seven or eight, I was I was an only child, and I think like that sort of satisfied play, that oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, it's just me. That's and, interesting. I had a. An ex whose uh, cousin or nephew or whatever it was, like much younger, was an only child, and he got like so into the idea of being a goalie and becoming a goalie. So then he, that was he's just like, I don't want to play hockey if I'm not the goalie. It's like a, a, yeah, I, a, I I really can't imagine it. As I get older, um, not to not to sidestep your question, Randy, but as I get older too, the um, and my hips get get sore and it gets harder to recover from games um am i i know like um uh there's there's all of my goalie friends are talking about you know transitioning out mm. i know uh um you guys my brain is going dead fantasy Fan, yeah ryan he's talking about ryan's it. talking about it joel's talking about it and it's like uh like if I if I went if I 
came out to play longer yeah for so my body could last I'd just be I, I I'd be diving and and <laughs> jumping in front of shots. Yeah, exactly. I'd get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Hey, blocking shots. It's like no, no. Those are for you. Let the goalie take care of the shots. But I but I love playing the whole game and yeah. and even when even when there were two goalies, like I I loved suiting up and and watching and yeah. and and you know coming in relief and also knowing that that there's someone to come in and relief for me if yeah. if I'm if I'm having an off day. Um, uh, can you can you remind me the other part of your question? Well, just like yeah. as far as like you're kind of like on a lonely island out there, right? So like you know, right. so as far as like that feeling, but also um, well, you could be staying engaged. Like yeah. right, what that, do you, what do you part, do yeah. to kind of uh, keep yourself in the game, especially? Yeah, if, there's no dandelions to pick on the <laughs> rink. <laughs> there's no mosquitoes to spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah it can be tough. Um, I mean, I think that the. Uh, in terms of goalie coaching too, that's a that's a big part of it these days, where it's that mental uh, sure, right? mental stability during a game because, uh, I mean things even in even in dumb beer league right it's like um, first shot goes in, I'm in my head yeah yeah I'm like, uh oh, like what what's going on here? Do you and, sorry. Uh, do you, if you let in a goal, either like a first shot or uh, just any goal, right? Do, when I like sometimes I'll go past the goalie and I'll tap you on the pads or whatever and say, just I don't even know what, be like, it's all good or whatever. <laughs> just like I'll say something stupid like that. I love a pad tap. Okay, oh, okay. I was gonna ask, like, is this am I, I out of uh, am I out of my love you know, it. Okay. No, no, I love it. I look, I look away. Like if I if I think someone's gonna tap me in the pads, I look away and pretend I don't care. <laughs> Shake my, you know, goalies are always doing that, yeah. like moving their their helmet around their head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love it. Pad tap. Okay. Even you know what? I'm after up the after a goal, whether whether it's my fault or like some dumb breakaway. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I can't imagine a goalie who doesn't like that, because I think too as we get older. I've played on teams where, where no one even talks to me or looks at me mm. during a game, <laughs> and then um, and and that can get in your head. Yeah, totally. Right, yeah, where yeah. it's like, oh my god, these guys don't like. I think the first few times I sub for Caress, I don't think I played very well, and and then I'm like, oh my god, like, uh, you know, maybe Chris. Chris Hanna from Propaganda will hate my guts if I let in a goal. <laughs> well, yes, he would. <laughs> Any goal, even yeah, like yeah. even a bar down. Yeah, boy, or like, like we could be up seven nothing in base yeah. with like, two seconds left or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I mean, there goes the goddamn shutout. Not that that's what Chris would say, but that's you what don't I would say. you don't know people, and then and then people are different when they play sports. Sometimes you know, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, the, and so with that too. Um, yeah, being able to being able to regulate all that pressure that comes with being a goalie. Mm. Um, there's, I mean, there's been all kinds of studies about what happen what happens to goalies and why people become goalies and um, the pressure you're under. Yeah, like like no one. The idea is no one remembers the saves; they just remember the goal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for them to remember a save, it's got to be like a. It's got to be a spectacular yeah. showstopper kind of deal. Yeah, where, and, where the game's on the line, you know, or something like that. Like. Yeah, and you know, I made I, I you know, 
a couple nights ago I made this big windmill save where, where other players from the team are coming up and tap my pads, which I don't and like. And you were like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're, and like, they're genuine. giving this guy a face wash right now? <laughs> <laughs> and they're genuinely being nice, but like, uh, yeah, I don't like that. But that save was nothing to me. Yeah. That's like, that was an neat, I mean, it looks... You know, windmill looks cool. Yeah. Windmill is actually because I'm an old guy. Windmill is actually a, a terrible waste of energy. And if I was playing in a newer style, yeah, it would just it just would a be simple catching. Like there it is. Yeah, yeah, it would be like I like a like I like uh, wiped a tiny spot off a wall. <laughs> yeah. even. But it's all those. It's these saves that that people don't really notice or see where. It, Position. where it knocks off the tip of your thumb mm. and goes in behind a net and it looks like the the puck went wide yeah or where you're, where you reached over mm-hmm. you know sometimes the the proudest I am is when I I, I poke check a pass away yeah that's, that's a nice which no one yeah. no one really notices but yeah. but like that's breaks up the play and yeah no like, though reading the play and seeing ahead and, yeah. and smart stuff like that yeah. do we swear on this I've been oh yeah, drinking oh, yeah. Swear, yeah. Okay. yeah I thought this was like a family oh yeah no, for sure <laughs> no, that, went out the window. that went out the window a <laughs> um, but uh, that's an interesting point you make about style so how about like watching NHL goalies now and how the style is obviously a lot different from what you would have played growing up what do you think of the current style and what do you kind of do you incorporate anything from it yeah, well, so I, I, um, I guess to step back a bit to the earlier part of the first period, uh, um, I played, I played competitive hockey until high school, and um, all of the sort of racism and homophobia in the dressing room and all that sort of stuff, um, it, it really wore on me, and I, I left hockey in high school, and. Uh, um, in our in our final game, it was my game to play, and the coach the coach pulled me because he heard I was going to throw the game uh, okay. because I I was so upset with the team. Which yeah. I was definitely upset with the team, yeah. but I don't think it would have been possible for me to throw a game like like there's no and I wouldn't have. It's yeah. like but understandably, and so then we took our team photo, and I had long hair and and. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I still have it, but it's like me in front with just my my head down and my hair in yeah, front of my face. Yeah. It's very depressing. Uh, and I sold my gear in the Brandon Sun Classifieds, and like uh, I didn't play for twenty two years. I just said fuck hockey. Yeah. 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 I think. I, think I, I mean, it. I don't know about you, Randy, but I like. I stopped playing in high school. Um, essentially, you know, 16, uh, 17 years old, whatever. I broke my wrist one year, and then the next year, and so then I ended up missing a lot of the year. And then the next year I played, but I just, my heart wasn't in it because by that time I was kind of just like, I wanted to be out doing other things and just like the sort of classic, like, yeah, like the hockey mentality of like, well, if you want to play at this age, you have to be super competitive you have to be you know like all of these sort of demands on you and i was just like a teenager that was like i'm not really buying it so yeah it was like a good i didn't i didn't start again until i was 30 something 30 or whatever it was yeah, i took a good 15 20 years yeah. off because you know i kind of lost interest halfway through high school but then yeah. it's like i still kind of wanted to 
make the high school team just to yeah. know that I could. Right. But a couple of years before that, it's like we're starting bands. We're like yeah. listening to punk music and stuff, and like yeah. all the guys on the team are like not. Yeah. So just you didn't connect with them and whatever. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so y- you basically took a a big uh, part of your life off of being a goalie. What brought you back? Yeah. Um... I guess to, to to dip back into that a sec too. I mean, um, my mom like hockey was w- hockey wasn't just just like being on the ice and and having you know traveling and doing that sort of thing, uh, but it was also uh, it was a like a place for my mom and I, mm. and and like my mom even even when my mom when my mom got remarried like even it was our place and like I, I I suppose like 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 I never felt like I had even that like I'd, my stepdad or whatever wasn't my dad mm. he was he was just a prick and so uh, that was where the there was like this really special thing with, and then that started to wane or you know because I wasn't I mean I dropped out of high school twice and ultimately forever and then um so that that my mom stopped sort of coming all the time and um i mean that 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 fell through for me as well but then um uh and there were times where i tried to come back and and like i was a touring musician for so many years and and you know living more than like less than check to check and yeah. like um, there was a time where I bought a bunch of equipment at a pawn shop in the north end when we were record shopping and I was like oh shit I'm gonna cause I still had to skate my mom my mom again my mom like long out of hockey and my mom cause I'd lived in Nova Scotia for a while and when I came back and you know I did I you know skating outside there isn't really it's not really a thing yeah you, you don't do that so I just like I hadn't even skated in years and years yeah. and years and I I moved back to Manitoba and my mom for my birthday bought me a pair of goalie skates <laughs> was, you know go, uh, for those people that, that that don't know goalie skates are very different than yeah. player skates in terms of how they they touch the ice they got a longer Longer blade on them, I think, right? Well, they're they're flat. They're flat. I mean, they've changed quite a bit. I mean, at the they've changed quite a bit in a contemporary way. They're a little bit more like a player skate now, um, and and probably will get more and more like that. But 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 how you grab the ice is very particular. And and then anyway, she bought me these these goalie skates, and uh, and so I kind of use those as an anchor, and. Um, and so I was buying equipment around it, and then I, I had yeah. a, a, a very bad time in life where, where then I sold it and da da da. Um, um, and uh, I came back, I don't know, six seven years ago. Yeah. Uh, a guy I was getting my haircut. Guy in front of me was like, "Hey, we need a goalie for a hockey team." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I. Uh, uh, I used to play goal, and he's. I'm like, but I don't have equipment. All I got is skates. He's like, our our goalie just moved to uh, Victoria. He left his entire bag of goalie equipment, everything but skates. No way. He's yeah. like, <laughs> we have a practice uh, next week. 
what Come a sign on. hey yeah. <laughs> like, just like what are the odds like, it's so great like and uh <laughs> and then i started watching go uh uh like goalie uh, montages on, on youtube and i was like if i play in the shape i'm in i'm going to die <laughs> <laughs> and uh I, I, and, and bang yeah I often feel like I'm going to die before a game anyway. Like, I, my pregame meal situation's a mess. Like, I was just saying before we recorded on Saturday, my pregame meal was like a bunch of Vera pizza and a couple of beers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the, the week prior, I think I had like a big old smoked meat sandwich and it's like... Put your skates on oh, before your pants. Yeah, just <laughs> not a... Yeah, anyway, but... Uh, yeah, well, that's a really cool story about coming back to the we game get, then, like, just finding sort of happenstance in a way, but, like, almost, if you believe in it, like, fate or destiny, you know? Like, I don't know if that's really, like... But, you know, like, the, the sort of, like, having the skates, and then there's the bag of gear with no skates. And, you know. and, and, and uh, it, you know, to, yeah, to, to go further into that to, that cheesy poster you hang over your work desk, like... Uh, it it completely changed my life. Yeah, like, yeah. and it was exactly what I needed at the time. Yeah, uh, I was in a very bad toxic relationship. It was a way to get out of the house for a long period of time, and, and it was something to like focus on. I lost um, preparing for that 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 first hockey season back after twenty two years. Yeah, uh, I. I lost like 80 pounds in three months or two months or something yeah. like like just getting ready and like like again like like getting throwing a racquetball out yeah yeah I would, I would like put a I would throw a racquetball against the wall and yeah. like and, and catch it in and and then and it and then uh, yeah learning new goalie stuff because I played stand up yeah like I I would have quit in 1993 or 94. The around there of, uh, and Kirk McLean's powers classic stand-up <laughs> too bad stacks yeah. too or what well yeah. you know that what you know I don't know if you guys notice because you don't care about goalies <laughs> but uh, the it's called the butter stack the butter uh, stack that's that shit's coming back where where uh, where a goalie s- butterfly slides oh yeah across and then pad stacks okay. oh wow well, if, you, if you if you if uh, do the hashtag butterstack, you'll okay. see lots find, of that shit. Of that. It's actually yeah. quite common. Nice. Yeah, it'll probably be one of those things you see it and you're like, oh, okay. Um, I was gonna say, uh, like about modern goaltending, a lot of it is about going on your knees and taking up the lower half of the net or whatever. Right. But then the shooters and like you know we're talking pro league like good shooters. They, they can put it right up over the goalie's shoulder in that space that's like, you know, a couple inches. Ears. Yeah, right by your ear. And, uh, like, I don't know if it, that's something necessarily in, in beer league that you got to worry about as a goalie. But, like, that, I've, I've noticed that a lot of goalies do that now where they'll drop to one knee on the post when the side when the play is at the side. Right. I mean, uh, the, the, the post stuff is, is, is VH or RVH, depending on how you... How you push up against the post? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's so much. I mean, well, hockey goaltending is is the most. Uh, it, it, it is a position in 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 any sport that is transformed more than 
than anything else in yeah, the world for over sure. the last 20 years. Yeah. yeah. It, like equipment. Uh, the size uh, of the goalie. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah I mean, sure. style. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's actually quite unbelievable and and so when i when i did get back into it and 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 started exploring uh i just became completely fascinated where, where this whole world of uh i mean when i when i opened that bag of goalie equipment and i and i looked at the pads and i tried them on i'm like i'm like why don't my you know why don't my my skates pop through the front yeah and like, what are these these laces doing on the end of the pad? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and probably so much lighter too than. Well, and I, yeah, and I had gear. no idea how any of this. Yeah. You know, it's something on a side note. Something I know because I I spend a lot of time camping in the summer, and not so much anymore. But 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 a few years ago, uh, the those large asshole campers with the generators and stuff yeah. that people pull in and like still drive giant around. RVs. Yeah, 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 those those things. The the design on the side of those is exactly like goalie pads from <laughs> from like ten five years ago. <laughs> oh, with the like the, the stupid swoops yeah. fucking yeah. yeah stabs yeah. and swoops. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, but even still to to this like every single day like goalie equipment gets more and more advanced, and then that's why. The, the the NHL is is trying to downsize goalies all the time yeah. because equipment is smarter and and goalies are stronger, smarter, better. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I think back in the day it was like pure athleticism, and then goalie coaching became a thing, and it was like, right. you know, if you just sort of play positionally like this. You know, ninety nine times out of ten, the puck will just hit you. Well, it was, it was Patrick Waugh's uh, coach, yeah. who was like, "This this thing you do where you fall down, if you spread your legs out more and, yeah. and put your arms out in front of you, there's this this is the actual percentage. Right. Like it came down to science, which is why which is why someone like Connor Hellbuck is so boring to watch. Yeah, he's a good goalie." But but for me as a goalie, I'd, uh, I'm like I'm completely uninterested in watching him play. He just uses his size and his positioning, and, and it, every now and then he makes a real uh, highlight save, like that one against uh, uh, one of the Florida teams. There, yeah, he Tampa, just like yeah. he was like down and out and just stuck the glove. He made out the and, old pip skin save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> he is getting better at scrambling, yeah. and and um, but uh, I think. I think during his time when he was training and learning, it was it, it's just all science and blocking yeah, and technique. Sure. And so you don't the, get the reaction sort of experience or whatever. Right. The idea is that you you block us you you block a save and and in the pad the pad is so stiff that uh, that the rebound Kicks goes out. shoots so far away. That then you slide over, stand up again, and then yeah. you drop again. Yeah. And um, uh, something so, something nice to hear was in that Andy Moog interview I listened to, uh, where he's like, he's like, we we've been you know noticing a trend back to reaction again, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and like, um, and that that stuff you were talking about, Tom, with the the VH and RVH against yeah. the post. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't play that because I can't deal with it on my like knee knees and sliding and and you know also um, when when you don't get uh, 
a Zamboni in between periods. <laughs> right. Like, the go, like as the game goes on, it's harder for a goalie to slide. For sure. Right. And so, um, so and and the posts aren't the posts aren't pegged in like a pro game. No. Okay. So you if can't I push can't, off of it. I can't push off a yeah. post in a beer league game. You're just swinging against off the, the backboards there. Yeah, yeah. that's in the corner. And, well, and lots of goalies, lots of goalies actually buy these things called piranha pegs and put them in themselves because uh, and. And you don't have them for you only have them for your home side, right? But you can push <laughs> off in between periods. <laughs> which, if I could push off a post, yeah. my whole game changes, right? Yeah. But if I push off, the net comes off. And if a net comes off during a game, I'm so fucking stressed. I can't even think because it's like someone's gonna sneak on it. <laughs> well, and the, like. Uh... What's that famous uh, the Russian guy in the KHL <laughs> on the break breakaway coming down? He just pushes the net into the corner. I think they yeah. they yeah. named yeah. the rule after him now because <laughs> they just can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, actually, I got a question for you that maybe an, only a goalie can answer, uh, and probably it's true. But in warmups, when the goalies are like s- scraping up their crease, can you can you tell us why? Well. Um, Often, often the Zam, because that's a part of the ice that, that's the most damaged after a game. So the, uh, and where the Zamboni, especially where the Zamboni door is on that end, the Zamboni will hit that spot so many times. It's like super flooded. Yeah, and it's just so wet. Yeah, well, especially at the uh, Canlan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we when were you, griping about that on Saturday. Eh? Like, don't even bother using a puck in warm ups because yeah. it's just going to stick. Yeah. Right, and then when when you drop when you drop into that into that area, um, uh, your pads are going to get soaked. Yeah, they're going to be heavier throughout the game, right off the hop, um, and and like uh, you're going to be able to you're going to slide too far. Uh, it becomes like like weirdly dangerous in yeah. terms of that. Like if I, if in the first thirty seconds of a game there's a two on zero and I gotta, you gotta go side to side, I gotta go, yeah, I gotta go side to side. Like I could, you know, I could push over and like pull my groin or yeah, or or like slide. To, so it's essentially to the you're board. just creating some friction there for yourself. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that to be wet. You want to be able to move in there, right? And then and then uh, and. That's some leg burn. <laughs> just warms you up. Yeah. Well, it's awful. And like, <laughs> like I got like, I'll often ask a like a defenseman or something. Like, can you can you shuffle my crease out if it's <laughs> if it's extra wet? Yeah. And and recently, one of my guys was just like, he did like one side, and he's like. <sighs> <laughs> He's like that hurts. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> also, yeah. uh, that said, if when 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 you go out on the ice for warm up and you don't peg the the net for the goaltender if someone mm. on the team doesn't do that the if the has goalie to has to do that you fuck yourself yeah 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 that's, <laughs> that's Chris cool. is that's pretty not good cool at that sure. I think yeah. maybe Ryan's maybe had to do it once or something yeah. but there's always someone that's pretty good at doing it I've for done him. it that's I've so done lame. it a number of times but uh, I got so much to deal with yeah trying to get my glove tuned like yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to deal with the wet crease. Yeah. Well, I think realistically the ref should be doing that. Yeah. You know, like what else do they do at the yeah, camera? Exactly. Oh, well, they sit in the penalty yeah. box and wait for the thing to, uh, for the clock to go. Exactly. When you guys do your round table at, uh, at uh, Sucrums, you guys should do like. We a, should invite it. You guys got to get a Dakota ref. ref. 
Papa Papa Smurf yeah, from yeah. Canlan and yeah. yeah. That would be wicked. I got one more warm up question and then maybe we'll hit the first intermission. Um sh- shots on the goalie for the warm up. What do you where do you like them? What do you what's an ideal warm up for a goalie? I know uh a couple years ago there in warm ups uh, I took a shot and hit you in the finger somehow and like it was almost that was the year fantasy broke his finger yeah I lost my fingernail and then so I'm <laughs> warm up. I apologize for that well the, yeah I mean that, I mean that's something to ask your goalie like yeah. actually talk to your goalie yeah, like where do they, they want it in the pads they want them in yeah. the glove where yeah and yeah and a, and a lot of goalies uh, a lot of goalies uh, me included like I I kind of stopped doing warm up yeah mm-hmm. like um, with with the Juvies, the West West Broadway Juveniles, who who is my main team, um, I go in thirty seconds in, and I just take just a take few a shots. Take a couple and then say. Um, a goalie friend of mine got like like he got he got he pl- a team I stopped subbing for because some of them are such assholes. This guy, this guy was out almost a full season because of a warm-up shot. Really, like in the mask or something? He he made a save and he was down, and then another guy came in and blasted a puck and like hit him in the knee. Jesus. And yeah. like, and that shit happens all the time. And yeah. it's like, uh, uh, one of my old teams that I don't play for anymore. Like warm-ups are dangerous. Yeah. And there's all these jokes about uh, with the, the target practice with the warm up for a goalie, right? And when I would try out for when I would do the tier two tryouts for for like the mini wheat kings and Brandon, you know that's that's what those guys would do. <laughs> They're all when, just shooting they, for your head. <laughs> it was just it was just nuts uh, nuts yeah. in face and like uh, you know it's just funny for these teenage guys or whatever. Yeah. I mean, not funny for me as a teenage yeah, kid, but. Yeah. But uh, ask your goalie, yeah, and like be be nice. I think in terms of a full team team event, I think uh, ideally the the pass from the corner uh, players the circling, yeah, is is good for the team to like get their sticks working, yeah, and then also like people aren't just. And I know so then you the, just got one puck at a time coming at you. Yeah, and also I think it I think it it like uh it gets some some continuity and some team yeah. team binding going. Yeah. Uh as well as like with the Juvies I know a lot of the defensemen like to like shoot from the the blue line and get the that feeling going, which is great for me. So I don't mind taking a shot from there. But like all I for me all I want is all I want is to be able to like butterfly a couple times. Just get a quick little feel for it. I don't need fucking guys shooting yeah. at my, you got, my you're shoulders about to have and stuff. To, like you're about to have a full game of. <laughs> and you and you know what I come I I literally come in right at the end and like, and you know you can you can hit all the top corners you want before that. Also, let when that shit happens, something that happens so often that irritates me beyond belief is somebody comes in comes in as I'm skating in or whatever whatever and my water bottle's on top of the net and they they hit a top corner knock my water bottle off which often has electrolytes in it it's not just water (laughs) yeah and it fucking knocks the the top off and the whole thing's gone it makes me so mad (laughs) 
It's like you really needed to do that. <laughs> Save it for in warm ups. Yeah, in warm ups yeah. though. <laughs> but but yeah, like like I'll with, tell you, I I've often aimed for a water bottle, but never hit it. So, and not a, not necessarily warm ups. Such an asshole thing. I don't I don't shoot for them in warm ups, but in a game, it's like I just can't help it. I always want to go upstairs. One uh, uh, to reach back to a thing you were talking about earlier with the butterfly. Yeah. Um, something I've seen in pra- in practice when watching like different goalie videos and stuff is I know uh, what happens is a net gets laid down, so it gets laid on its face and pushed up against a net. Uh, yeah. That's set up so that guys can just hit that. Oh yeah. That top. Yeah. Whatever. We do that at the outdoor rink. Right. Yeah. 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 And then, um, so the, and then yeah, that's the thing with like playing like I mean I play a combination of old and new so uh, I I mean you can see in beer league when a guy's trying to go a guy's fast and he can he's he's he can dangle a bit yeah and and those guys are gonna gonna try and hit top corner if you give them the space to shoot and and a lot of the time i'm just like i'm like sorry dude but i like it's like late in the third period and and my my hips hurt too much to go down (laughs) and i'm making these weird saves that like shoulder save (laughs) and people are like wow great save like uh that's uh, just very sore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. Okay. Well, let's call that a first period. That was a successful first period. We uh, hit all the spots we were supposed to. You know, now we got to get our orange slices and rejuvenate ourselves. Um, the Cosmos uh, Sucrum's Cosmos Dry Hop Sours going down real nice. And uh, what are we coming back here yeah. within the second period here? So coming up in the second, I think we uh, we got our uh, wearing the pants segment and uh, maybe a little clip game, uh, the old hockey call, as it were. Right on. Yeah. Let's get her going. Cool. forget the yeah, name. Yeah, I'd have to find it on YouTube again. I just googled uh, songs about pants. <laughs> and, and, and that was, I went through a few and that one's called Blue Jeans, I believe. But and, apparently uh, it is some sort of well-known song because when we were actually putting these episodes on YouTube, we were getting copyright claims. Yeah. So... It's it's a real song. Like it's, yeah. it's someone actually. It's Warner Music Group put copyright claims on our episodes. So. Yeah. So for <laughs> the listener, if you're I, out there trying to track down our show, you can go to YouTube and find some of our episodes. But we don't. We haven't really been just posting type in them up pants. There. Yeah. <laughs> when when I when I'm getting up in the morning to you know, and and putting pants on my legs, my dog gets so fucking excited <laughs> and that sounds like because I'm constantly singing to her yeah that sounds or rapping to her and that sounds like something that type I of would song you'd I'm putting my pants on <laughs> we're gonna go outside that's it's, pretty much what it is yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny how like uh, we all sing to dogs <laughs> but uh 
This segment, there will be no singing needed, but you can sing if you want to, or rap if you want to. Actually, first and foremost, we haven't actually officially welcomed him here with a cheers. Yeah, we didn't even. uh, Off the top, I introduced you and then interrupted you. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Welcome to Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So we got our Sucrums uh, Cosmos, a uh, local uh, dry hop sour beer. I got to say, too, what... uh, I I am enjoying this beer so much. I I really love this beer. It's good. It's right? so yeah. nice. Yeah. I, and and here's an admission from me that um I, I really like it too. I and everybody's been all about the sours and I kind of was like, hmm, I don't think they're for me. Because I had a sip of one at the start of the summer when I sort of became aware of what a sour was or whatever. And I don't know why, but I just, I was like, I don't love it. But now I've had a can and, well, we just cracked our second can and I'm a changed man. Well, like I've, like I've said about other beers we've had on the show, I would drink this one before, during, or after. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, it's a great after, yeah, after that the beer be game. After and, game. and, you know, uh, I know on the last episode, you guys were, were talking about how they, they, they tell you how to pair beers on the side of a can. Right, now. yeah. Uh, but often, like you eat something heavy, like uh, something fatty, yeah. and you would you would like put a salad with it or whatever. But this beer could this is your you know, salad. This is your sometimes salad. you don't feel like having a salad. You just yeah. want to eat some like a giant chunk of brisket because you're a monster. <laughs> and and this would this would go nice with that. I'm telling my wife that I'd be like, darling, this is my <laughs> <Yeah>. salad. <laughs> it may contain real juice here somewhere or real fruit. Oh, likely. Yeah. Uh, at the, uh, you know, with the with my hockey team, the Juvies, you know, whatever, you know, we do the beer uh, rotation. Yeah. And How do you guys do it? It's, I mean... Do you just do people, a different player brings every week, or...? Yeah, people are just so kind. Where you, where we, in our, in our WhatsApp, it's like, who's bringing beer? There's no, right. like... You know, no normally you orders. go by number or whatever, yeah. but people are, like, people are just like, I'll bring beer, I'll bring beer. Oh, nice, yeah. Very nice team, but but um, so this last time I I I just figured it was my turn to do something, and uh, I'm not. I always figure a cocktail or something makes more sense uh, because it's it's just a little more special, and yeah. like, I don't drink a lot of beer as well. Yeah, like yeah. I I prefer hard alcohol, and um, so I made. Uh, uh, do you guys know Americanos? Oh yeah. 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 The not the coffee. Oh, okay. oh no, no. no. <laughs> it's like an Italian. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. It's an Italian summer cocktail. Okay. okay. Which is like uh, it, it's like an aperitif, like yeah. you would drink it before a meal. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and nice. When the sun's out, perfect a- after after hockey, like refreshing. Huh. And so you bring a whole hit. you bring a whole bar in and you know you like, martini shakers and <laughs> yeah we had the bar, orange, bag of orange slices yeah. because that that's the yeah uh, nice you, you got to put orange in the drink yeah, yeah. yeah so and yeah and with that said it's like uh, you know it's, it's that like in between period orange slice but in your cocktail nice yeah. great I like Sweet. that. We, uh, we came in, uh, can I tell another quick story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, at 
at Canland, uh, uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, came at, you know, you know when you're waiting for your dressing room? Yeah. Yeah, worst feeling ever. Uh, yeah. And those assholes aren't getting out. Yeah. yeah. And you poke your head in a couple of times. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys keep showing up. And then I'm like, I'm like, push the door open. Yeah. Like, let's get some action here. Anyway, this one team that we were waiting for forever, it's because after games, they, they do hot dogs. <laughs> and they had this hot dog maker. That's and amazing. It, yeah, so it's a, a good reason. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, take your time. And they, <laughs> you know, they dress up for games. Holy and shit. then you Jeez. know, and they're like, "Come in, guys, come in." Sorry, you know, there's, and sorry, and the room smells like hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I stretch on the floor before the game, and there was mustard and ketchup everywhere on the floor. <laughs> and then, and then, one, the last guy to leave is like, he apologizing again. He's like, "Yeah, super sorry. You know, that's our, our tradition. We do hot dogs after. It smells that's gross. awesome because yeah. it's a mix of sweat and yeah. hot dog, which is not also yeah. not a good. So, how are they doing the hot dogs? They're in like a like a like a like a Seven Eleven. It's like a Cluster oven, but it rotates hot dogs, kind wow, of like a, like a mini someone, version of. Yeah. Someone carries that into the ring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And, that's, and wow. then the guy. This was near the end of the season, and the guy goes, he goes, maybe next time we'll get him. Haven't won one yet. No shit. Because <laughs> you guys fucking shove five hot dogs in your mouth after yeah. each game. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of, yeah. bunch of crappy one, Bud yeah. Lights. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway. That's kind that's of... That's awesome. It is a good way to... So, with the with the juvies, yeah. this thing... And, you know, after these... I'm not... Uh, maybe it's a humble brag. I don't know. Mm. But after, after the cocktails... How many texts came into the WhatsApp? What a great team to play on! I sound yeah. like an asshole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's you know, it's oh, like that's, it that's was a great way about. to. Like, it was a Saturday about. afternoon game. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, perfect time for a cocktail. Yeah, that's awesome. It's kind of. Um, reminiscent of our stinkbird spring team there <laughs> but instead of hot dogs i was making avocado toast in the locker room after a game putting, was, the, putting the bread right where some there was some bear man's ass no. was recently i mean maybe but it was <laughs> there was talk about brunch and uh, i was the only one who actually i thought uh, take a look right over there see that avocado plant look how big it is yeah but there that's but but that is Tom what you say it's it's good team spirit yeah and um, nobody wanted to those sorts of avocado toast <laughs> <laughs> I had one did you Delicious. okay all right yeah. and and you know yeah someone shows up someone shows up with with a case of beer appreciated cool you like often it's bad beer and I don't want it anyway but like um, you know you take that extra little step yeah yeah and it's it's like it it does it brings out that. It brings your team together. For sure, yeah, does, for sure. Yeah. Like, and I think at this point of our lives, we're not playing hockey for any other reason than to have a good time with the fellas. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's, like yeah, and and like little touches like that, like the martini bar and whatnot. <laughs> that's, that's going the extra mile. I like it. Tom, you need to buy a hot dog maker <laughs> <laughs> or a toaster. Just bring yeah, a toaster. Just bring a toaster. Just grab a toaster. My, there. my yeah. idea for the avocado toast was that I was going to toast it on like the. I don't know, like a car engine or something. <laughs> you can have jam and Nutella, and yeah. you know what I mean. You can have the whole. But but yeah, I mean, all of us quit hockey and came back. Yeah. And then you know, I mean, you you come you come back because you loved it, but also because you get to play with people that. You know, yeah. You, Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And actually, actually, like, um, which is which is, uh, and 
I don't socialize that often, and so it's like it's a nice way to socialize where where as well where uh, sometimes you know I come to a game and I don't f- I'm in a shitty mood and I don't totally I don't want to talk to anyone and 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 I can go on the ice and play and leave and 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 it's still it's still like nice in yeah. some way and yeah, and yeah. Not, you know you know what I mean it's like it's like that real sort of friendship where uh, you know there's there's not a lot on the line socially too right yeah. or it doesn't have to be yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well I've had it too where it's like you're in a shitty mood and you come to the rink and then it's just like as soon as you get there it's like you're like you start to feel just a little bit better I guess you know just like whatever just or the, you lose and get in a fight with an 18 year old <laughs> and, then, and then it's worse <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but, it, but it's okay yeah, yeah. Right? And, it's acceptable and, if I can say one more thing about that, that that I think is re- the most special thing for me uh, about coming back to hockey is that uh, no matter what's going on in my life, no matter how shitty I feel, and again about also keeping your mind in the game and not getting distracted when you don't have a lot of shots or whatever, is um, no matter what kind of game I'm having, uh, I almost never think about my life outside of that for sure eh? you're yeah. just in the moment no matter what's going on mm-hmm. that's, that's true I, I'm I can't, just there I can't think of a moment during hockey where I've been like I gotta pay a bill or I gotta yeah. you know like, yeah, yeah. you're in the moment like, yeah, you're not sitting on the yeah, bench thinking yeah. about bills and stuff actually like, I read a good thing uh, I don't know there's this guy on YouTube his name is Pavel Barber do you know have you, yeah you yeah. know who he is so he made this post the other day about like I guess maybe one of his someone one of his followers was kind of calling him out on like why do you do what you do or whatever it's like why are you training so hard and this and that yeah and he kind of made this list of of bullet points about why he does this it's like i stay in shape i feel good i learn new things blah 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 yeah but one of his points was like hockey makes me live in the moment yeah you just you're just thinking about that that time in that second right there you're not thinking about oh when i get home i gotta do this or tomorrow i gotta do that Mm -hmm. you're actually thinking about that split second that's happening like at that moment which is you know it's rare in in this day and age because you're always just tied up with everything else but the fact that you can go out on the ice and just be present is like probably one of the best things about hockey yeah for sure it's it's a way for me to do that because like i don't i'm not a musician or whatever but my wife is and she'll she we were just having this conversation the other day about like being in the moment while she's playing kind of thing and just like not letting other things distract her or whatever but just like focusing on the moment there because that's what you're producing or whatever i guess anyway but yeah it's 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 the closest thing that i've found uh to to yeah being on stage and yeah and yeah. like letting go like that yeah um and then and then something else like an after an aftermath of that that that's also really nice for me is is um going home and I do this thing where I practice Scooby's going in (laughs) so for the listener just I think you could probably hear it because uh, you picked up on the mics Scooby is really going to town on his uh, ball right now so good for him yeah yeah yeah, he's, he's, again, he's, he's living in the moment yeah, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. for sure. <laughs> no one's getting a puck past him. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so go, going home and and you know, I mean, we all know how hard it is to sleep after a game. And, yeah. And uh, for me, 
because I do go to stick and puck sometimes and work on things when I can, but like, uh, but for me, I pra- I practice in my head. When I go mm-hmm. home, I run through the game, and I um, I think about I think about the saves I made a little bit, like uh, you know how like I gotta. I don't want to think about them too much because unless unless they were odd. Yeah. I know I that worked because I thought about this thing. But but what I think about is is my mistakes. Yeah. And I'm like if I'd done that could have done it differently. This this goal wouldn't happen or if I'd done that this this opportunity wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Right? And and I and I run through that stuff in my head uh, sometimes if you know, if my wife's asleep or if it's a late game, I'll, I'll think about that stuff for like two hours in my head and yeah. while I lay in bed and like, uh, and I run through and I'll, I'll be like, or I'll, I'll, I'll go on YouTube and, and look up like some goalie training stuff and, yeah. and see how I, how look, I could move differently right, right. and, yeah. and like, um, and I think that, that, that that's improved my life and in that sense where, where, um, where I, I I look at other things in that way, right? Yeah, where just I, like reflection upon yeah what just happened or whatever. Like, yeah, well, that's always good to do for sure. Just taking reflection. Like I learned that in a, a previous job, like that dealt with I was dealing with kids and stuff, and it was like you just want to take time to reflect or whatever. And excuse me, the old uh, Cosmos getting me gassy here, but um. <laughs> I'll do that too. Like after a game, like this past Saturday, we had an eight thirty game. We went out for a beer afterwards, and I was home by I don't know eleven thirty or whatever. <laughs> it was like another hour or two before I was able to be Lying like, down. "Well, like, I can go to bed now." Yeah, yeah, and just to just thinking about and uh, whatever, and like I'm still like obviously my like just adrenaline or whatever. I don't I don't really know. I, I'm not a scientist, but like, you're like yeah. you're you're like going into the stats. Yeah, and, yeah. and like. Good finding that guy on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> like slash you. Yeah, yeah like, sure. he's like he just lives down the street from you. Yeah, so. <laughs> take some of Scooby's dog shit, set it on his doorstep, light her up on fire, and run away. Forgot to ring the doorbell though. Yeah. <laughs> He'll yeah. find it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Okay, so let's get to the pants segment. Yeah, here. so we're in the pants. So. uh as we kind of went off on a tangent there, but basically this copyright, you know, marked song basically is the intro to this wearing the pants segment. And this is where I ask Tom uh, today, but I'll be asking Pat here um, to, to put on, put on someone's pants and answer a question that I have. So the background to this, and this is, you know, I kind of ran, ran, ran you through this already, but for the listener, Basically, the last Jets home game there on Saturday, Lerumbaswap played a really good game. Uh, you know, I guess I think made r- roughly 30 saves. The game was tied in the third. Uh, he had to leave the game due to cramps, mm-hmm. is what they they were saying. So he left the game. Connor Hallibuck went back in. He made five saves. Um, I guess Brassois came back to the bench, asked Paul Maurice to go back in. Maurice said, no, I'm going to stick with Hellebuck. He's playing good. You know, we're fine. Uh, Jets, Andrew Kopp scored. Uh, with like a minute and a half yeah. left or something. And then Hellebuck gets the win. So Brassois basically did all the heavy lifting. 
and then the starting goalie <laughs> comes in and gets down. the W. So my question for you, Pat, is, uh, you know, how about we'll, 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 we'll work this two ways. First, as the goalie who was playing at first, would you have wanted to go back in? Like if you were Brossois, right, and then you left because you had cramps. For the listener, I'm using air quotes. I think that was just a polite way to say that he had his, to take a his poop. nipple ring was infected. <laughs> <laughs> why don't I? Why don't I play the goal? Why don't I wear the goalie's pants? Okay. Yeah. And you wear you wear the coach's. I'll yeah. wear Maurice's yeah. pants. So, you wear Brossois's pants. Yeah. yeah, Tommy, so, would you? Would yeah. you? Uh, put the starting goalie back in or would you stick with the guy who's in and Pat would as the goalie would you ask to come back in or would you say look this guy's in now he's got to stay focused it's his net now you go first you You know as a goalie as a goalie uh, I mean I played for years I played on a team with two goalies and um, uh, being pulled is, is is always super hard uh, but you know, nine times out of ten, you agree with the with the coach, and and as a beer league, you know goalie, why you're getting pulled, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And and as a beer league goalie, um, there's often times where I really wish that someone <laughs> was there to relieve me, yeah, and that, of, yeah. like where I would pull myself as an adult, <laughs> where I like I would be one goal ahead of the coach. <laughs> I would skate to the bench and and, and have these out. and have fake cramps. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, for for an NHL goalie to 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 leave the net in the third period. Uh, in a tie, uh, I mean, fuck, like, I don't know, I can't imagine what, what would be going been, on with him. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like when, well, even in beer league, like, stuff, like when we're playing Stinkbirds, like, I threw up in, I think in our <laughs> spring league, I threw up twice into the net on <laughs> two different games. <laughs> While one, the play is going on at the other end. Yeah. Well, one because of, one because of severe hangover and the other because of, actual just like exhaustion yeah like there was times you know not being in super shape where 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 like as a if if you're up down up down up down no matter how many shots you're getting if you're if you're squatting and moving like that like um uh, as just a normal 45 year old man like you're you're gonna throw up at some point and but as an nhl goalie like why why you would pull yourself it has to be serious enough that, that yeah, like what you he were saying, like he, he's he's got to he's like he was either going to shit his pants, eat more or, vegetables, or yeah. he was like seriously like the leg or whatever just cramped. Whatever's right up. whatever's going on, I mean, I mean, I I can't imagine asking to go back in. I wouldn't, mm. Tom. I would never ask you to put me back in. <laughs> <laughs> that makes my decision um, as Coach Murray's easy then, because but, if I've got if I've got Paul's pants on. Um, and we're talking game pants, so I got yeah, fancy yeah. pants. You, on. you went to the bay downtown. I was at the bay pants. where I got these for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I don't have full the full price. Uh, oh no, they were like seventy five percent. Bay days, <laughs> <laughs> definitely bay days. Look, I might uh, be an NHL coach, but doesn't mean I don't like a deal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I think in that situation, keeping Hellebuck in was the right thing to do, just because, like. Well, you know, I just because now I'm waffling because I've seen before where the starting goalie is left and then the backup comes in for a minute 
and then the starting goalie comes back and they switch him back out. But if you if you have equipment problems or something, I or mean, a mask or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's it's and the game has to keep going, or even even you know, I don't know, like what did like what did what was the problem? Yeah, like I know what you're saying, where it's like, does he? Uh, you know, he's got to go to the dressing room for three minutes. Yeah, like, like if it was a skate maybe he has a sex problem like and he needs to masturbate to a <laughs> just, point. It's got to get up. Can't make another save until I <laughs> totally understand that. Goalies, but, hey. Yeah. But like, uh, just call your timeout. Yeah. I mean, 30, 30 second timeout. Uh, give me twenty seconds. I'm good. And I, I mean, as as the backup goalie too. I mean, you have to like, you have to. Fuck. I mean, who knows what happened? Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's so hard to call. As as a goalie, it would be it would have to be such a serious thing for yeah. me to ask a coach uh, at that level. Yeah. Even like in. even I mean, there's barely games where where I'm like. I think I might have to tell the team that that the game is over. Like, I don't feel well. I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm going to shit myself and throw up in into my own lungs, and die. Like this is only a beer league game, and then I get I get I push through. Yeah, right? like it's all that like through, yeah. whatever CrossFit stuff. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. You know. Well, uh, what, like if you think about it, I'm going to add an extra layer to this. Like stats to Brassois are a lot more important than to Hellebuck because Brassois is playing for his contract next year. So now he's going to have one last W that he basically earned, Mm. you know, in a way. So it's like he's playing for a contract next year. Hellebuck's going to have 37 wins anyways or whatever he's going to get. Brassois, like, he might finish at four and six, you know, and then when it comes to cashing in next year... That you know, his, yeah. So uh, payday for sure. I, I can see for that reason why he'd be like, "Coach, I want to go back in. I need yeah. this. I need this win." You're yeah. a professional but, athlete. Just, I mean, if you're gonna, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what was going on, but just stick just, it through. Yeah, probably just his. Or, or do you compete? So if you're you're saying if 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 you left, you left. Yeah, I would feel weird. I would feel weird to be like, "Can you put me back in?" What was it? How many minutes? I'm not sure exactly. It was in the third period, yeah. right? Last 20 seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right after they got their fourth goal. Can no, no, no. It was tied. It was, and then and then he would have left, and then it was enough time for Hellebuck to get five shots. That's yeah. so hard to say. I mean, it was it's like so a half relative, a period right? or something like that, probably. Yeah. But I mean, like if you're a player on the bench and you see your goalie go off pull himself and you know go down the tunnel to the dressing room and you're in a tied game you're kind of thinking i think it's oh, different shit, though. because every time a backup goalie comes on they're coming in cold yeah but i think it's different in this case because it's like oh hellebuck's going in and he's our number one well for sure but Stuck he's coming in cold away. you know but he's i mean he's also got that uh, he, you know he's got a different mentality too right yeah um and I think, you know, every like these guys want to play every game. Yeah. You know. For sure. I mean, yeah. if they could, I mean, when when you go back to, uh, I don't know if you guys watched that Grant Fuhr documentary. Haven't seen it. No. Which, uh, uh, so it, I mean, there, there, there's great elements to it. Making cocoa, it's called. Oh yeah. Um, I've anyhow, been hearing about it. Um, 
there's some fascinating things in that in that documentary to go back to old hockey where where like Grant, how many games do you play in the NHL in a year? Like season games, like what? How many games do you play? Eighty. Well, yeah, as a team you play eighty-two, but as a starter right. you're probably playing what sixty something. But as like like yeah. back back then, like Grant Fuhrer without without all the the, the like sports healing and right. yeah. all this bullshit yeah. they have now. Uh, uh, Grant Fuhrer is playing like like seventy-two games a season and stuff, right? Uh, so I mean, you know, you always do, you know, these guys want to play every game. You want those, but yeah, you know, I think. I think it's a little bit uh, to come back and say, "Hey, put me back in that late after you've asked to come off." I I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. And his coach, I think that probably I would I would I would do what Paul Maurice did and just say, like, you know, like you don't want to rock the boat, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, because you don't know, like, if he came off with a cramp, like, maybe he'll just cramp right back up. And now that he, uh, Hellebuck's gone in, he's made a few saves, he's feeling loose now or whatever. He's got to shit again. Yeah. just <laughs> I just don't think you want to run the risk of switching goalies again just because. So, I don't know. There was a weird situation to see, I guess, but... Um, and hashtag the, that's the way she goes. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> hashtag way she goes. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and you just listen to what's that called? This is the pants. Here's, <laughs> yeah, here's wearing, your the pants. wearing the pants. Yeah. Brought to you yeah. by the bay. Yeah. By the bay. Here's your pants. Yeah, right you, on. You get to take the pants home. Yeah. So, so there's our pants <laughs> segment. Um, well, just to feed off this, like you didn't really uh, touch on this too much in the first period, but just just talk about the Jets goalies, like. What, what do you see? Like, you know, like Hellebuck's had that really good season two seasons ago, and then last year was kind of up and down. He finished strong. Brassois obviously had a good season as a backup last year. Like, you know, being a goalie, what do you see when you're watching the Winnipeg Jets goalies? Mm, well, uh, I I like, I like Hellebuck more recently. I think that... Um, uh, I mean, he's he's a boring goalie to watch normally. I think he's really technical. Uh, he he's like a like a scientific goalie. Right? I think I think like um, we kind of touched on all the equipment and stuff earlier, and he's he was one of those guys who was really vocal about the the changing of the equipment, like the the, the sizing of it, like p- being it pared down or whatever. Right. And then I think it's kind of no coincidence that maybe last year he didn't have as good of a year because it was kind of the first year with that sort of new equipment and this year he's been a lot better because he's had a full year to sort of get used to it or whatever and and you know I, that might have something to do with this sort of dip in like I don't think he had a bad year last year but like there was a bit of a dip mm-hmm. you know so maybe he's showing this year he's That's- kind of back to his level and Making yeah. those adjustments where, like, with the smaller pads, it's squeaking through the armpit. Well, or I mean, pads. It, I think the only adjustment last year was was the chest and arms. Yeah, and uh, which something cool about uh, Hellebuck uh, is that he wears a Kaneski chest and arms, which is uh, Kaneski's a, a, a goalie company, custom goalie company, 
originally based out of, well, they're in London, Ontario. Mm. And Kaneski, uh, whose nickname was Pops, was the, uh, when the NHL first started, he made essentially all of the goalie equipment. Mm. And, and for years and years and years, supplied the majority of that. And he made everything by hand, yeah. by himself, in his weird workshop where no one was his workshop was upstairs and in his storefront down yeah and no one was allowed in his workshop <laughs> every every nhl goalie got their ask. gear from that and and as time went on i mean uh things changed a bit and and other companies came along and and uh uh they went out of business came back up with with uh, uh a couple people who worked in a shop and his son and and now they're going strong again with hmm. uh, with this guy Dave Wilcox who made uh, custom made my gloves. That's kind of uh, cool. The guy who who like did all the TPS and Sherwood hmm. uh, uh, Louisville goalie stuff, hmm. uh, and so he owns all the patents still. Huh. And uh, and when the when the goalie chest protectors were, were sized down, what happened is all the like all the Vaughn and and. CCM and Bauer and all those companies, uh, all they did was like squeeze shit down. Right. And a lot of goalies are really unhappy with how they moved. Yeah, there was a lot of kind of griping about that last year. I remember hearing about. Right, and so Kaneski came in with with like a different sort of game plan, and they're like, "All right, well, let's work with these sizing uh, restrictions and." And work with your build, body and and see how we can build something new, but to the new specifications. And a shit. Sort of. So they're back. Uh, they're back in the show uh, with with doing these like chest protectors, which hmm. is nice because they also don't have to pay the league's fees on on uh, uh, whatever it is like to having your logo. Because, right. because it's all under a jersey. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody sees you. And so, so a, a ton of a ton of uh, NHL goalies are wearing Kaneski chest protectors. Oh, now, that's pretty cool. Which is really great. Uh, Hellebuck's one of them. Um, yeah, and and uh, there used to be a lot of uh, goalie gear companies. Like there was, uh, like they were just like. Like as opposed to player gear, it was always kind of you know there was your standard ones, but the goalie gear, there was Brian's. Well, Brian's, um, is, yeah, Brian. Used, and there was like all these other ones, and it was just like some guy in his workshop or whatever. It's and there, like, and there are still so many. Yeah. Uh, the the thing is with with NHL, you have to pay these outrageous hmm. fees to, to be uh, what do you call it like uh, official gear offi- or whatever. Yeah. And. Um, not so many years ago, you could play with with unmarked gear. Uh, yeah, which like, which a I've lot of people that. I did, remember seeing that. Yeah. Which which becomes increasingly harder and harder. Um, I mean, Jake Allen, I think la- as of last year, when Sher- Sherwood decided to stop paying fees to to have their logo on, they were still doing sticks for him, hmm. and they're cool looking because they're just like blank and yeah, um, but. Uh, oh, I mean, so he still he still uses them. They just black them out. Yeah, so uh, I don't I, I I don't know if he's still still using them. Okay. But if you ever see, uh, or if you ever see a blanked out gear, that's, that's why. why. Or or when goal like like when uh, when that. goalies play in the Olympics or whatever, yeah, yeah. and their gear is blacked out. It's because it's a it's a some sort a, of a brand that because they're not, not paying. It's not endorsed or whatever. And so, and so. Um, 
it actually became, I mean, it's one of these these capitalist corporate bullshit things that happens to small companies too, because a lot of these guys come up wearing uh, like small goalie, custom goalie brands like yeah. Passau from Quebec, uh, uh, Factory Mad in uh, in I think I think they're in Michigan. Uh, all these these or Paw down in down in the states, like all these nice like handmade small goalie brands. Uh, they they wear them in college or, or yeah. OHL or AHL wherever they're playing. Even Warrior. Yeah. And and then you hit if you get into the show you can't. You gotta switch. You can't use your gear anymore. You can't wear that stuff anymore. Yeah. And Tim Not Thomas, either. as much of a dick as he is as a human, like he was one of the last guys to sort of fight that, and yeah. he just wore all that stuff no matter what. Right. <laughs> yeah. Part of him being a Republican prick, I guess. Yeah. 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 But um, sticking it to the. But then, but then, yeah. So all these all these small small companies uh, get harmed. I mean, but but also like, I mean, Warrior could pay that if they really wanted to, but. Um, I mean, Pete Smith, who does Warrior, who like designed all the original Vaughn stuff and everything, he's just like, well, screw it. Like, let's make cheaper equipment and focus on, on like young people. Yeah. And and like, and so everything he does, essentially, everyone just steals, hmm. um, because, and and I mean, I try to do that with with the stuff I buy. If I buy new stuff, like I buy, I buy everything from from like indie companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do? You, is your like how often are you changing gear? That's a a, a, a thing. Uh, goalies, I mean goalie gear. If you think about how often you get hit with a puck, like in your gear breaks down, right? Yeah. Hitting the ice, uh, getting hit with a puck, like this stuff. This stuff breaks down and it costs a lot of money. And um, yeah, and that's so, the thing. Like uh, I imagine any parents of hockey kids you know goalie or not the kids growing so there's you got to get gear all the time obviously like secondhand gear is available and whatever but if your kid's a goalie it's like almost even more so like just the the cost must be wild like a set of pads for you like how many seasons are you are you looking at yeah i mean that that's the thing like um you know, a new a new pair of pads. If you pay, if you play two three times a week for most of the year, like after a few years, those are going to be. They don't have the the. They're like absorption the, or whatever. The, yeah, when yeah. you're land, where you're landing on your knee, it wears out. Starts to get dangerous. Yeah. Like like the the rebounds aren't going to go off. This I mean, there's stuff like yeah, there there's stuff that affects the game. But like your actual body, your, like health and, and like your chest protector, your helmet is very serious. Like, yeah. um, you know, if if you don't spend, if you don't spend, like, seven hundred dollars on a helmet, you're not getting something safe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like, and your stick, uh, like a foam core stick, like pucks hitting it all the time. That that shit breaks down. Chips mm-hmm. come out of it and stuff, right? Like. It, mm-hmm. Even like, even just like, it just becomes soft. Oh yeah. And like, like it doesn't respond as well. I mean, there's all all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, helmets, helmets and and neck guards and like, you know, those things are those things are like more serious. Yeah. Like you know, with concussions and but um, and that's so anyone who charges a goalie on their team to 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 play, like, 
they they should be banned from playing hockey forever. <laughs> like the uh, even my bag, like my bag is so fucking big. Yeah, you gotta and, like to drag this thing around. Like I have one wheel on my bag, and like 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 two days ago, where I had to drag it through the wet parking lot. Like all my under gear was soaking wet <laughs> because of the puddles I just yeah, dragged yeah. it through. There's like another shout out to Canland with their right. ever increasing facilities but, uh, or fees and their ever decrepitating <laughs> facility. And there should be with that. I think there should be there there should be at, at hockey rinks goalie only parking spots that are that are close to the door. Yeah. And like do two in each parking lot, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. you know where you know where people park like not in parking spots, like across yeah. the middle there. Yeah. Let those first two be goalie spots. Yeah. Like I mean, it's like I got so much shit to carry in, and uh, but yeah, goalie equipment's really expensive, and and uh, and it wears down. Like yeah. it was pucks, and and your knees. Like like I spend I spend two hundred dollars. Uh, every every year and a half just on my knee protection mm. you know and like uh I, you know it's it's uh it's it's a lot ain't cheap that's for sure yeah i just bought new hockey pants a couple weeks ago and uh i was like why didn't i do this sooner because like i had taken a puck in the thigh and i just got this giant bruise and then i fell on my hip and had a giant bruise and it was like because in my old pants, they just had no protection. They were just like material, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm at an age where I... Just some jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Classic throwback there to uh, Aaron LeVere rocking the jean shorts yeah. in the in the fall. But, uh, yeah. Those are mine. Yeah, that was beauty. Yeah. <laughs> that was a classic. There's a picture of that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It looked it It's looked on the Crest so, of Steel Instagram, so, so if you follow... Or check out at Crest of Steel HC <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, scroll through, you'll find a picture of Aaron Levere wearing some jeans shorts as his hockey pants. We should probably head to the intermission. Yeah, let's hit yeah. the intermission. Uh, we'll come back for a strong third and close this bitch out. All right, welcome back to the third period of Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. It's our special episode, our special goalie episode. We've got Pat Skeen here, goaltender extraordinaire, um, and all of our chit-chat has essentially been goalie-related so far, and we ain't about to stop now. We're going to get two birds stoned with one joint, and we're going to do our local legend and our vintage hockey hair player, same guy, Ronnie Hextall. Straight out of Brandon, Manitoba, I believe, hey? That's right. Yeah. Home of uh, Pat Skeen for one point in his life. <laughs> is, yeah. that, is that your uh, born and raised? Or, well, like you you lived there for a while. Is that where you were born? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, unfor- yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a, you're a weedy for life. Right. You know, I, 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 I almost wore my Brandon Wheat Kings jersey here tonight. Okay. But, well, um, I would have allowed it. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, there's uh, famous Wheaties like Ray Ferrero. Yeah, we've had, we've talked a lot of Wheat Kings to be honest with yeah. you. Like they come up all the time. Trevor so. Kid. Um, I mean, growing up in Brandon, do you you like? Uh, I mean, uh, as a kid, uh, you know, you play in that rink all the time, yeah. and, and you go to those games because you and you just like uh, try and like hurt the mascot and just like, <laughs> do bad shit yeah. as kids. And did uh, you ever see Hextall when? Yeah, like, what, was, what years did you live would, there? Do would you that know? have been? I imagine. I, I mean, I went to so many weekend games. I imagine I was for sure. Uh, at a Hextall Week King game, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that the mascot felt like a like hated their life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> eighty-one to eighty-four. Yeah, was to, my yeah, sure. was there. Um, and, and Ron, once Ronnie turned pro, he was kind of known hockey hair wise, not necessarily for his hair, but for his mustache. He was <laughs> uh, yeah. always he was always a very mustachioed man, right? And. Uh, as oh, was yeah. the style of the time Look in the at those 80s. pads, though, too. Yeah, so he's got a Vic stick. He's got some brown, what are those, Coopers? Or what's he got there? Yeah, those would be those would be like a, a Cooper pad, I imagine. Uh, um, you know, Hextall, actually, in like vintage, vintage goalie uh, gear sort of circles, um, Hextall became known for uh, a little bit later than that photo for, for his like white gloves mm. and and brown and like leather style pads yeah um i think he was one of the guy, earlier guys to go into like uh, moving into gloves that weren't uh, just the classic made brown a gen pro or, or whatever, like whatever yeah. or cordoba or whatever the the material was yeah. um the, a lot of people try and recreate the the that look but um Oh, yeah. I mean, I think what Hextall became, yeah, like like the that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, to me, when I think of Hextall, I I definitely think of Brandon because I think of 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 people who were assholes on the ice and off. <laughs> and um, well, he was definitely a fiery uh, competitor, if you will. Well, well, speaking of which, as as we uh, just uh, get on the line here with our friends over at Wikipedia. Yeah. If you look at his little wiki page here, it says he was also known as being one of the NHL's most aggressive goaltenders. For sure. Like he was suspended for six or more games on three occasions and had more than 100 penalty minutes in yeah. each of his first three seasons. Yeah. Set new records for the number of PIMs recorded by a goalie in the NHL. Like that just that's how you just said where he had 100 PIMs or more. In the first three seasons. That is insane. As a rookie goalie, he comes in. (laughs) What goalie gets 100 penalty minutes? It's crazy. So he's fighting, slashing. Slashing. Yeah. Remember that that, Chelios? Yeah, yeah, the Chris Chelios incident was a very famous one where I believe he... uh, like what even happened there? He gave him the back of the leg chop or something, and then he chased him down oh, into, the into the corner. Into the corner, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just wild. Lots of was, chops. Yeah, yeah. that's like uh, Billy Smith, eh? For the Islanders, kind of. I was just gonna to say Hextall. Billy Smith. Billy Smith, uh, really. <laughs> uh, what's the word? Not originated, but just like you know, he 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 made the chop his own. Have you ever um, given someone a really good chop to the back of the legs? Well. um... You know, when, when we were talking about goalie coaches earlier, when, when we would do defensive workshops in practice, the defensive coach, we would actually do on our own players, um, he would, 
uh, he would get a defenseman in to screen us and then another defenseman to cover and then someone to shoot from the point. Mm-hmm. And we would we would be told to slash. <laughs> like like You're there, a player. We were actually, in, our, in practice, we would have slashing workshops. <laughs> um, and... And yeah, I mean, as a kid, that's 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 how I grew up playing. And and the the other goalie on the team, his favorite goal, two goalies were were Billy Smith and Ron Hextall. And he <laughs> model was a, slashers. He was a, yeah. What's that? Model slashers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and his name was Billy. That other that yeah. other goalie on my team, and he was an awful person, and I imagine he still is. And uh, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I mean, I grew up in in like. Uh, I grew up with the idea that I, I, you know, as a goalie, you can get away with more penalties. Yeah. I did awful, awful stuff to, to people and, uh, you know, tons of slashing, cross checks. Yeah, cross checks. And, and, and I would, I would pretend to be tripped and try and draw penalties all the time, yeah, which yeah. would like, cause, and I mean, as a goalie, you're, you're, you know, you're protected by your team. Yeah, for and, sure. Like you no one's a, allowed to fight you. Like a finger on the goalie, it's like, look and, out. And so I would do all kinds of terrible shit that like, um, which was part of I, I think why I like sort of phased out of that. Mm. And then, I mean, playing in beer league every once in a while, you can get a little bit heat heated where I'm just like yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, for the most part, I'm just it's like, kind of like pretty chill. Yeah. I'm not trying to. <laughs> You're not trying to Ron Hextall somebody. <laughs> Tuesday at Tuesday at uh, at eleven thirty at night. I'm not <laughs> trying yeah. to. Charlie with somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I don't, I think that's, even when I watch hockey now, like I really don't, I uh, I know a lot of older people are, are like upset about the, the loss of fighting and these sorts of things. But like, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, I get turned off by that stuff. Like, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, think like, the game is just too fast now for yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, it's, especially it's, the NHL. Like it just, why would you want to slow it down for yeah. for fights? Like it they just don't have any real impact on the game. And the, like those those I mean I've 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 tried to watch some of those old clips where where like uh, you know there's a, a a full out brawl on the ice and then the the one goalie has to skate down to the other end yeah. to fight the other goalie like um, they're they're not allowed to fight someone else they just have yeah. to fight. fight the goalie and it's yeah. like it's like man if you had to skate all that way I mean when I when when I'm in the in the second period when I'm in the other end this happened the other night and there was a delayed penalty and everyone's calling my name and I'm like are you motherfuckers serious <laughs> you like, skate all the way to the bench <laughs> you losers are not going to be able to keep control of that puck yeah, for, for long enough long, yeah. for <clears throat> to hustle up <laughs> and I start I start coming and I'm Make like it to the red line sure enough I get yeah. like and like, skate all the way back I'm so tired already <laughs> actually Tom you raised a good point uh, before the episode here the fact that uh, Hextall is not in the Hall of Fame no, yeah, he's not. And you, you said, well, maybe because he doesn't have a cup. But he does have a couple cup final appearances, uh, and he won a Conn Smythe. Well, he actually, he has a cup, but not as a goalie. Really? Yeah, when he was part of the Kings, I think he won a cup. Oh, yeah, yeah he was yeah. one of the management but team of the... As far as Kings, like right? his playing days, um, <clears throat> I think that's maybe why he's not been inducted as a goalie. Because that tends to be, you know, if there's other goalies ahead of him, like 
Brodeur or whoever else is before him, yeah. Fear and those yeah. guys, when they have more Stanley Cups. Then... So riddle me this, stats man. Uh, <laughs> how many, what's his career wins at? Like, what's his numbers Oh, let, let like? me get on the horn with our intern here. Yeah, yeah. So we're, Pip, we're trying to get an intern. Australian intern, still yeah. on the plane. Yeah. Uh, well, we were thinking like TechVoc. I said it right, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've been saying TechVoc. But but we were thinking we could hit up TechVoc around like sometime in the spring when they mm-hmm. go, when they're sending kids to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Get, a, get an intern to run our show for us. Yeah. So, um, so Ronnie, if you know any sweet, technically <laughs> inclined uh, teenagers, uh, send them our way. Ronnie Hextall has 296 NHL wins, okay. 214 losses, 69 ties, and a goal, a save percentage of 0.895. Okay. How, like how many years did he play? Cause I, he played 608 games, so... Only 296, 296 wins, wins for 608 games. I say only 296 wins, but I but, feel like... Okay, how about this little stat here? Broder is the all-time leader, right? Wins? Yeah, Broder. Yeah. yeah. And he's got, what, like four, five hundred? Uh, yeah, I'd have okay, to... Okay, so 296 I'd have, I'd have to, I'd have to check that, with the yeah, intern. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But anyways, Ronnie Hextall has 608 games played in the NHL. 32 assists for a goalie. Yeah, which is pretty freaking good. Pretty good. I think he's got three goals. It's well, not on here. He, yeah, I mean, I mean, he but was, he's got five hundred eighty-four pims. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> that's like Bob Probert numbers. But he he really revolutionized in a way the way goalies handle the puck. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I think Billy Billy also was Billy Smith was also mm. involved in that too. But um, yeah, like like starting to touch the puck and handle the puck more. Yeah. Which now, I mean, if you're going to if you're going to play hockey at any level, as a goalie, uh, you need to you need to be at least six feet tall and you need to be able to 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 shoot a puck like a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, when um, when when I was uh, in Brandon, I did a goalie camp where where the 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 keynote speaker or whatever it would be at the end was was Pokey Reddick. Oh yeah. Nice Pokey. Yeah, he former was just on the show. Uh, yeah. Former uh vintage hockey hair player yeah. just a yeah, yeah, short week that. or two ago. Yeah, great great hair. Yeah. And um, From Halifax. Oh, yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. Um but when I mean I mean Probably earlier in the weekend, I'd realized that I'd never be in the NHL when we had to run up and down all the all the fucking <laughs> stairs at the, at the Keystone Center. But um, when when Pokey came in um, and with his goalie gloves on uh, and his goalie stick, he was shooting pucks at us harder than I'd ever f- had a puck huh. shot at. Oh me. yeah, no well, matter the trapper like, in the block, or, even going down to yeah. my knot. And having those older kids, yeah. like in that weird, weird tournament where we shouldn't have been at, and like <laughs> like Pokey Reddick was like, yeah, and and Pokey was like, he's like uh, uh, top, you know, top post crossbar right ding, left <laughs> ding, middle middle crossbar ding, yeah. and and I was like, I'm never making the NHL, and yeah, this guy is like a low level like yeah. backup. Yeah, he, yeah. He, Pokey played I'm fucked. less yeah. than 200 games <laughs> yeah. in the and, NHL, I think. And just to see his skill yeah. was, was, That's was, awesome. was unbelievable. Plus but, Pokey's hair. Fuck, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and great. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
who knows what the criteria for for hockey hall of fame is right like maybe ron hextall uh spilled a drink on on one of the one of the, one of the, voters, the judges like, yeah. wife's dress at some I'm pretty sure event, i'm pretty right? sure it's an americano too <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, uh you know i mean he is a he is a dick Here's the so here's the all time wins uh, leader is Martin Broder six hundred ninety one. So uh, Hextall didn't even play that many games. Uh, yeah, so that's it's a lot of games. Never well, mind wins. Yeah. Patty Roy's number two with five fifty one wins. Also a dick. Uh, Roberto Luongo's number three with four eighty nine. Eddie Belfour number four with four eighty four. Marc Andre Fleury's got to be up there soon. He's number seven currently with four hundred fifty. Just four back of number five, which is Henrik Lundqvist with four fifty four. Well, he might catch him this year. Do you remember when yeah. when uh, when Vegas was was in the final and and they uh, some casino made like a life size version uh, of Flurry in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that somehow. <laughs> like gold. Oh, yeah, that that was so much. weird when like Vegas was in the final there. They had all those celebrities and such come to the games, and they got, uh, I'm blanking on his name, but he was like a, a singer, sort of like of the Rat Pack era, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's too old. But, like, they got him to, like, spin. <laughs> they reanimated. Like, hit uh, the horn yeah. button. Well, the guy was probably, like, 89 years old in his face, but, like, he's had, like, 700 facelifts, so he looked like he was a 12-year-old boy. It was very <laughs> freaky. Very freaky. It was ahead uh, of, like, one of the games there. Because they, they had all those pre-game productions with the night. Like, they, it was, yeah, like, yeah. The, the big a, a musical show, on ice yeah. or whatever. Anyway, that's Vegas. Back, back to Ronnie, Celine actually. Dion? Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> the, yeah. What's that? Celine Dion? <laughs> uh, she wasn't there, but should have been. Well, how about the fact, though, like now with the NHL, they have the trapezoid there behind the net where mm. goalies can't go in, into the corner right. and play the puck. Because I, I can pretty much remember Ron Hextall's first goal. I think he went to the corner to get the puck, and he had enough time to like maneuver and, and shoot it. Whereas like now... You've got to basically wait for that puck to come. You either have to stop it in front of the goal line, right, or let it come around behind the net. So, like, who's who? Who are the better goalie puck handles now? Like puck handlers, like you got Mike Smith. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, ben Bishop for Dallas is pretty yeah. good. Um, I think a lot. Of, I think most goalies now are pretty good at handling the puck. But the ones that stand out, though, like. Yeah, Bishop and Smith. And, yeah, and anyone uh, coming, anyone coming like f- from the new yeah. generation of goalies is is yeah. going to be, especially with the, I mean, especially with the overtime rule. Oh yeah, you're, to have that extra going, guy. To... All these young guys coming are going to be with three on three overtime. Ex- yeah, you can play it back to your goalie. Put it all the way back to your goalie, and, and then you can't, you go can't for a change. It. Your goalie can make a pass up to the new guy coming on the bit, off onto the ice or whatever. How would you rate your puck handling skills? Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's something it's actually it's actually one of the most stressful elements of my game where where it's like um uh I just get so stressed. So what's your move? Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, 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 you do a little fake. Yeah. A little fake goes a long yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, and you, you know, I mean, you have to make a decision so quickly. 
And then with a trapper and a blocker, and I don't have a lot of upper arm strength. I mean, I found that out again. That was earlier trying to climb that fucking fence. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, putting putting some mustard on it and, like, uh, you know. Like, as I shoot right, but if I'm playing goalie, my goalie stick would have a left curve on it. You know what I mean? So you'd have to, like, I'd have to be ambidextrous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, which I think is a problem for. Yeah, I mean, I shoot left anyway, but but it's still it's like, you know, it's something I never like. So you put your catcher over the stick like this, right? And that's how you shoot, or down, what? down. So like, so um, for the listener, the it, catching mitt is the lower hand. So instead of holding it like you would normally a golf club or a stick, yeah, you put it the other way, so so that your thumbs are are pushing like. Like together, yeah, yeah. So and then and then it hand. gives you more. Uh, okay, I think it was Theodore who who came up with that. Huh. That Jose was like, Theodore. yeah, that was his. Red, oh no, that's Red Light Rustico. <laughs> <laughs> Jose was a uh, uh, Hart Trophy winner one season. Jeez, yeah, had a hell of a year. <laughs> and he changed shooting for goalies. <laughs> <laughs> they should make a uh, heritage moment about him for that. Just like Sam Steele. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a thing about Sam Steele. He's an Anaheim Duck, and uh, just a beautiful, unblemished young hockey player. And uh, he played uh, junior in Regina for the Pats. And uh, so we're doing we're every every couple episodes we're checking in on him to see how he's doing. And uh, but his name Sam Steele, like he's named after the Royal Canadian Mounted Policeman that they made a heritage <laughs> moment about, who yeah. arrested the Klondike uh, fellow with the guns. Can't have guns coming through Canada. <laughs> well, I'm headed to America, concerning. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, we're approaching the end of the game here. Okay. Um, well, we better wrap her we up. We pretty then. much covered, um, you know, I guess most of the things we, we wanted don't to wanna, talk about. Don't want to keep the Zamboni driver waiting. Uh, Pat, do you want to maybe uh, just, I don't know, take us out on, you know, one of your maybe favorite hockey memories or just maybe whether it's like from seeing a game or playing a game or something like that? What, what's what's something that kind of is, uh, is you know, in the in the front of your mind when it, when it comes to hockey? Uh, okay, well, um, I guess uh, as we're at the end of the game, for me, when I watch hockey, uh, uh, like I alluded to earlier, I, I really don't give a shit about what the forwards are up to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like when our when our team scores, for sure. Yeah. When, I mean, when, I, when I'm playing, obviously I want to win, but when I'm watching hockey, uh, I would prefer every game to end at 0-0. <laughs> like I, 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 uh, as far as the NHL is concerned, or or KHL or whatever hockey I'm watching, I'm like, uh, I, I, unless unless I really dislike a goalie, uh, which usually ends up only being because I know about their politics and they're yeah. like a right wing prick or something, it's like uh, Tim Thomas or whatever, something. Yeah, or, like that, or Bennington yeah. with his like his racist oh, yeah. tweets and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I, I just cheer for both goalies. Yeah. And it's like anytime anyone scores, I feel I feel shitty. Whereas like <laughs> you're, and you're then, feeling empathetic for that goalie or something. Yeah, and then when I see sports highlights and they just show goals, I get pissed off. Where's the like, same? Yeah, there's so much more of this game you could see. Yeah. Um, I think 
Yeah, I mean, I love I love uh, when a game goes. I know maybe a lot of people don't like shootouts or whatever, but but like I I love that because you're just seeing yeah. like a goalie and a shooter and yeah. and especially and, those shootouts that go like many rounds. That's yeah, so fun and yeah. and and uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would be I would be stoked if 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 like every game ended zero zero. <laughs> uh, I just I just love watching goalies do well. Yeah. Um, Double shutout. Yeah, uh, I mean, shit. I have like, as we do this, I have so many, so many like, m- like minor hockey stories about. Um, maybe, maybe one day down the road, we'll do a story about. Well, we'll uh, get, we'll get you back. We'll, we'll. Uh, you the know. dirty. We could do the dirty side of hockey. Yeah, I have so <laughs> many bad, dirty, like bad things. Yeah. minor hockey stories. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, you know. I think we covered everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we've been doing on the show the last handful of times here, we like to go out on a tune. Um, Mm. And so... I have a great song. Okay. Okay. Well, perfect. Because I I was about to ask you. I have a a wonderful song. song. (laughs) Um, A good friend of mine who I make uh, music with by the name of Rob Crooks. Uh, He has a song uh, called Jet Song on TV. Okay. Which which he made... um, before they came back and uh he just sort of talks about about like uh again like this connection like i was talking about with my mom where it was this connection with his father uh, and they would watch jets games and and yeah. his dad didn't make a lot of money and he you know they got to go to this game and um and he his friends home on TV at the nice, Jets yeah. game and and this whole like fascination with hockey and it's very frantic and, and yeah. again before the Jets came back so this idea of this this like uh, you know the city losing a team and 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 kind of what it meant at the time and and like and not just in terms of economics but just in terms of like people's morale and yeah and like the the toll it took, I guess, on working class people in the city, and and uh, um, sounds yeah. like the plot of a movie. I, yeah, uh, I wonder if someone <laughs> made a movie like that once. It's a it's a cool grimy grimy song. Cool. So wait, yeah. what's this? What's the name of the song and then the artist again? Rob Crook's Jet Song on TV. Right on. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's been a blast. We'll and, have you again uh, here sometime soon. Yeah. Tommy, take it out for us. Uh, keep your stick on the ice. Here's Rob Crooks with Jet Song on TV. Here comes Polanyi. Yeah, there's speed on the left side. He runs to center ice. Gets it across the line. Polanyi's shot. He hit the post. I wore my heart strings that I got for Christmas. I love the Jets from Chicago.
Middle of the seven. Head picked off Salani, breaking it along. Here's the. He's there. 